Full Court Press, 106 on FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, 106onthefan.com, the stupidest show. <laughs> oh, gosh. On air. Hey, we got some people caught. We got our back. Thanks. 9463 said, uh, 7452's text was uncalled for. The show is great. Sure, I got into the show because my radio <laughs> dial got stuck. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> my but radio you guys dial truly got... have evolved into two of some... my best friends. <laughs> Oh, and I guess Ajay's pretty cool, too. Oh, man. Oh, man. That deserves the gold star of best text today. That was a good one. 2776, you're now my best friend. No, we're done talking. Uh, <laughs> Cody, you got you got our next guest. Why don't you introduce him for us? Yeah, uh, on the show here, we have Coach Buchanan, uh, coach of the Ridgeline Boys soccer team, state champ, and I am very excited, honored to have him on. Uh, and we are so excited to kind of talk to him a little bit about Ridgeline success, what kind of went down, Get the inside scoop. Maybe tease him a little bit. No, of course not. <laughs> but we're ready for it. Well, that's great. Now he's not coming back. That's no, it's nice a one-time deal anyway. So, <laughs> Coach, how are you? Thank you so much. Good afternoon. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. How's the? Uh, I mean, you guys had your. Uh, you had the championship parade. Uh, you had the whole. You know, the, the shindig. Has it all kind of settled in that you? What you guys did set made history in 4A state soccer. I think it's settled in, but it still doesn't seem quite real, uh, the feat that these guys accomplished this year. It, what's harder, being an 11 seed and coming back and winning a state championship or beating Mountain Crest, not once, not twice, but three times, all by one goal? I, uh, Mountain Crest is a great battle. I love those guys. I love the coaching staff. Uh, but it's always a very close game. And so each of those games that we played in region, we split – and they were very competitive. It led to a very, very intense uh, semifinal match, where again it was decided in the last minutes. Yeah, by, by one goal. How can you tell me the intensity of playing a rival, being Mountain Crest from your own region in a state? I think it was a state semifinal, if I'm not correct, or if I'm correct. Yeah, that's uh, right. Just the intensity and the emotion that goes into it. I, I, do you have to calm your kids' emotions when you go into a game like that, or during the game? Uh, talk about that. That's one of the biggest things in playoffs that's uh, hard to control, how to teach. Um, but these guys did a fantastic job this year. Uh, I think they made some great strides mentally, uh, and they peaked at the right time. And I think everything came together uh, perfectly for these guys that had been leading the team uh, as player coaches uh, for four years. What clicked for you guys? Because you're an 11 seed going into the state tournament. What was the message to your players uh, as you got ready for round one? So round one, we um, it, basically it doesn't matter about the seeding. And that's from the coaching side, it's easy to prepare no matter what the seeding is. Uh, you just look at the opponent and you study and you prepare your own team relative to what you think the other opponent's going to do. But you prepare your own game plan and what you want the players to do is only focus on what their job is. And so a lot of times... Um, with social media especially, and the environment and the ages, it's easy to get wrapped up into seeding. We're playing a tougher team just because they're seeded higher. Uh, so I think these guys were prepared. And that first game at Crimson, it was an away game. We did some things specifically. We traveled down the day before to try to get them to relax and acclimate. And they responded. It was a, it was a great game. Crimson for the first uh fourth or third of their season in Region 9 were undefeated and led their region. Uh, so it was a very competitive team. Uh, and they, 
it proved to be a great game. I think we, we scored and went up one nothing with seven minutes left. And they came back with what I what I consider a mountain crest style return with uh, less than a minute left. They scored on us to tie the game. Wow. We went into two overtimes and then PKs. Well, tell me about the leadership on this team as well. You guys are, uh, you had, a, I think, I don't know, I can't remember how many seniors you have, but just the leadership on this team to keep everybody within focus and mentally tough uh, in, in a just a tough stretch when you go, like being 11 seed is tough enough, but going through a grueling stretch with some great games and some tough teams in front of you, just the leadership you guys had on that squad. So the leadership is, uh, it's an integral part of our success and what we what we focus on as a program. Uh, so we start the year before when they're juniors. At the end of that year, we start our senior leadership uh, council, and we start planning for the next year. And this this group specifically, there are seven of them uh, that actually uh, made it through the tryouts, that came to tryouts. Initially, four years ago, I think we had close to 20 in that group. Uh, so the, the seven that we had left uh, started over a year ago planning and uh, strategizing what they wanted to do, how they wanted to do it. So they were definitely uh, the, the style of leadership that you want. They led a lot of conversations together. They, they talked amongst themselves. They came to the coaches, uh, presented ideas and strategies, and then we collaborated with them. Jackson Holton, uh, 27, or, I mean, 20 games had seven goals, which was impressive. Uh, tell me about Jackson's play and, and how I was able to lead you guys. Uh, it, Jackson was an in, integral part of our defense, and we play a very attacking style soccer. And so even our defenders get up on the attack. Uh, so our wing defenders uh, are critical for supporting the other players in the attack as well as being uh, attackers and goal scorers themselves. Did you at some point have a feeling that this team could win it all? And if so, like when was that? Like, hey, we really do have a chance to win this whole thing. Did you ever have that feeling, and when did it occur? Yeah, so that – so mentally, I knew that they had the ability to do it uh, quite a while ago, going into last season. Uh, the season was actually canceled after four games, so we didn't get a chance to prove that team out and get prepared for this year. Uh, but, but they did a fantastic job with resiliency, and no matter what the results were from the, the day before or the previous game, they came back to win. And I think that played a big part in – the entire process. I remember specifically the point that I knew it uh, and felt it, but didn't talk about it. Uh, I, I'm a little bit superstitious that way. I, don't, <laughs> I, I never want to jinx anything by predicting the future. Um, but I remember we had a really rough uh, couple of games at spring break, and it was the fourth and fifth game. It was the wrap-up games from the first round of region. Uh, we played Green Canyon, and we lost at home 2-0, to zero, which would – Two to zero is a, is okay for a loss, uh, even though I'm very competitive. I'm okay with learning game to game, and and with an occasional loss, it comes with what we do. Uh, but the in that game, they played uh, at about 20% their level, and I attributed it to uh, a little bit of lack of discipline over spring break, wanting to enjoy the time. Uh, we unfortunately got everybody in the region got scheduled for two games over spring break. And so we all had uh, equal opportunity for success and for failure that week. And we, we had a really tough week as a team. Uh, so after that Wednesday 2-0 to zero loss against Green Canyon, I uh, gave the boys the day off on Thursday. And they actually got together 
as a team, the captains and the leadership pulled together. They had their own practice. Really? And uh, I think that speaks highly of them and, and their motivation and their drive for success. Um, but I knew they needed maybe a little time away from coach as well. <laughs> so we, on that Friday, two days after the Green Canyon loss, we went to Bear River. And uh, I don't want to downplay Bear River's ability, uh, but compared to other games and, and results that they had this season, uh, we should have performed better at their field. So we played them away, and uh, within 90 seconds of starting that game, we, we made a, a couple of honest mistakes in front of our own goal, and they scored on us, which, again, is not a big deal. Uh, we rebounded before from, from being down. Uh, but it took until 90 seconds left in the game to equalize just to go into overtime with them. Wow. So, and again, it took another 18 minutes in double overtime uh, to, for us to get that win. So that was really, it was a tough week. But I remember the following week, um, I spent a lot of time talking with coaches over the weekend at that time. And uh, we made some strategic changes uh, from the coaching side, from our approach, things that we were doing uh, to open up opportunities for players to open up. And so uh, I have a really, really great staff. There's three of us that coach on the girls' side as well as the boys' side. Uh, and the assistants that we have are, they could be head coaches. And so their contribution by putting them in front of the, the players for training, for uh, instruction, and just observing for a little while, I think that opened up uh, not only the abilities of the coaches and the influence that they have, but also for the players to relax and focus. You talk about after that Bear River game, uh, you guys won two to one. You then smack Logan six to nothing, and then two days later, you got, you got another showdown with uh, Mountain Crest. You beat them one to nothing at Mountain Crest. And I don't mean any disrespect to Logan, but be able to win like that and have a six nothing win. How much confidence did that give you guys going into the Mountain Crest showdown? So I think that gave them a lot of confidence. What we're looking for uh, from the team is how they look on the field, how they're connecting. Uh, the goals are are, are a byproduct of what they were doing, but what we saw as, as a, a team performing on the field together, the, we saw a chemistry that was forming, and that was that was critical. Your guys' preseason schedule is nuts. Uh, Viewmont, Provo, Syracuse, American Fork, Orem, and Lone Peak. Lone Peak, you lost in a shootout. Uh, Ridgeline, uh, or I mean the Orem game, you uh, beat them 4-3. to three. You beat American Fork at American Fork one nothing. Uh, you barely lose to Syracuse one nothing. Like just a preseason schedule. It seems like, Coach, you set it up to be competitive to play the very best to get you ready for region. Would that be correct? You said it absolutely perfectly. So we we set up preseason knowing that we're going to play high level teams. We want the biggest competition. Uh, we don't want any false confidence early in the season. I think that's detrimental when you get into region play because of the added component of playing friends and people that you know. So we do set up a very, very competitive season, preseason, uh, with both the girls. Uh, Mark Turrison is the girls' head coach. Uh, but we have the same concept. We play 5A and 6A teams, and we That's play awesome. good ones in those classes. That's awesome. 9463 texted into the show and says, Coach, congrats on a great season. How would you explain how Ridgeline has taken off so quickly as an athletic program, and more specifically as a soccer program, in a brand-new high school? It feels like every year they're winning multiple state titles, Hard to believe that they've only been to school for five or so years. I, I think a lot of it comes from, I know that there's definitely a rivalry uh, with the South End, uh, but, but 
lot of these teams came from that success, from the, the South End success. Hey, you're a popular He's guy a popular right guy. now. <laughs> man, <laughs> phone calls. Is that your agent too? He's probably hitting you up. Like, probably. Hey, another offer, no. man. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, no, that's it. Again, I mean, for you guys, and you talk about the girls' soccer program. I don't want to leave them out of this conversation. How amazing is that? That the boys and girls win a state soccer championship in the same year. Uh, how proud does that make you to be be a part of the soccer program and where Ridgeline is now? Oh, it's fantastic. We we do this uh, because we have a passion for it. Every coach that coaches does it for uh, about the same reason. They they want to contribute. They want to develop these young people and uh when they respond and when they're prepared i will say on the on the girls side there's there's a lot more avenues for high level competition based on the d1 or college opportunities uh for girls and so i think inherently uh, the youth system is set up for them to have more opportunity uh so they come in uh very very prepared there's a there's a high level of competition there what was it like for you guys to play at Rio Tinto Stadium in the state championship? How cool is that? Uh, it's fantastic. And I'll, I'll tell you, referring back to the girls, I don't want to detract from the boys because no, they, they accomplished a, a great feat this year. But uh, two years ago, we went there for the first time with uh, the girls program, and we lost to Ogden 2-1. to one. And uh, being there in the environment, I think a lot of it took, uh, took focus off of what we were there to do. Mm. Uh, just the – the environment it's a huge stadium it's a it's a much wider field uh, it's close to 15 yards wider and so it the whole experience is bigger sure and so when they showed up again a year later they won three to two over ogden this year uh, and won the championship but being there felt more like business it felt like uh, we had been there before and so showing up with the boys was a new experience for them but for the coaching staff it was very much the same it was uh, I hate to use the term business as usual, but yeah, uh, it felt more natural being there. That's awesome. What uh, I, I got to be careful how I ask this question, but what players have stood out to you, both in girls and in boys soccer, that underclassmen that have a bright future ahead? Oh, picking out uh, individuals. I know on the girls side, we've had uh, several uh, college players <laughs> uh, that have gone on to actually be freshman contributors, freshman starters. And so I, I know I'm going to leave somebody out if I start naming names. No, no, yeah, I understand. Ajay likes to put coaches on the spot <laughs> I do. to do that. I do. It, it worked with Mount Crest, but it probably wasn't the smartest I think I did, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, but, no, uh, speaking of which, what does the future of Ridgeline girls and boys soccer look like coming up next year? So I, I think because of what we do in the offseason and in the preseason, we open up. When we came in four years ago, we wanted to create a full, complete program. And so we mimic uh, a lot of what – uh, the time and the effort and the uh, the expectations that football programs put in. So uh, we just finished the boys' season, and next week we'll we'll open up opportunities for all summer, twice a week, uh, for pickup games and and opportunities awesome. to, to train together, just to have some fun. Uh, but we do it again in uh, for strength and conditioning in the fall, and then we have uh, January, February preseason preparation. Coach Dale Buchanan, head uh, boys Ridgeline soccer coach and state champion. This year joins us here on the Full Court Press. Cody, uh, this is your guest. You got any questions for him? <laughs> Maybe for off air. Like, <laughs> okay, well, in that case, let's not do it. No, hey, I, I, go ahead. No, I'm just, I just, uh, I just wanted to say um, to coach, um, what I think uh, 9463 kind of touched up on it a little bit. And 
I guess for you, um, what kind of things have gone into Ridgeline specifically um, that has helped them propel and be competitive so quickly, not just in soccer, but maybe in, in other sports as well? Maybe something that you've seen maybe from cross-sport athletes or something like that. Yeah. First of all, I'll say that multi-sport athletes are the best style of athlete. They get uh, better overall uh, performance uh, when they go from sport to sport. But other than that, uh, Ridgeline has an outstanding coaching culture. Uh, coaches are very supportive of one another. Uh, a lot of us cross over into, even in the wintertime, soccer is using the basketball courts. And so uh, they're very generous uh, with facilities and uh, very supportive. We have a lot of coaches showing up to our games. Uh, we go to a lot of the other games to support them. And so I think the coaching culture in general at Ridgeline is, is very, very good. That's and awesome. it, a lot of it is performance-based. That's awesome. Uh, I have one more question. By all means. Um, and, you know, I know that, Coach, you've coached little kids. I, I, I know you had, like, a stud soccer player, like, when we were younger and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, you a, a real Hunter? A real, yeah, I'm actually yeah. talking about Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess just for you, just what do you find as the most rewarding part of coaching as, like, as, a, as a coach? I think in general, if I were to generalize it, it would be seeing people develop, seeing people grow. And it doesn't matter if it's a six-year-old learning new things or being uh, involved with sports and learning how, they, how the uh, competition works and, and the benefits of it, um, or up to the very, very competitive uh, upper teenage level. Uh, high school is a completely different experience overall than a uh, than the club soccer experience. Uh, our goal is, was to try to uh, enhance and increase the opportunities and the when they go back to their club coach at the end of our season, we want their coach to be impressed that they're better. Uh, we didn't want a uh, anybody to devolve right. while playing high school soccer. We wanted other coaches to encourage their kids to come out and play high school. Awesome. Coach, awesome. the, the theory from a lot of people outside of Cache Valley is that they can't compete in high school sports, yet Northern Utah and Region 11 continues to be the cream of the crop in the 4A state tournament. What can you tell everybody about Region 11 or more specifically Cache Valley in regards to soccer talent from, I guess, just pre-high school to now high school athletes coming up in the game? Like, How bright is that future for the whole entire Valley? I think it's always bright. I think they get overlooked uh, even from young ages in club soccer, uh, they're, they're kind of overlooked coming up. Uh, but there is a great deal of involvement with parents, with coaches, uh, good level coaches here. And so soccer in the Valley has really evolved uh, tremendously in the last 10 to 15 years. So it creates better prepared athletes when they come in. Uh, I think in the Valley also adding a third team finally uh, a couple years ago, made a huge difference because uh, while the sophomore team, is, that's that third level that we call it, so we have sure. sophomore teams, JV teams, and the varsity. Uh, the, the younger two teams are for development, and we have lots of opportunities for them, but they usually consist of 18 to 20 individuals that would not have the opportunity if we only had the JV and the, and the varsity team. So opening that up, I think, has really improved the program overall. Uh, Coach, final question, uh, and this is really important. Uh, I know you're not about ranking guys, but I do have to know if if me and AJ and Cody were on the soccer team, 
where would you place us? And I just want to remind you that I was a former state play, uh, state soccer player. You can't even say and it. I was a for, and I was a forward. Um, I didn't score a lot, but I definitely was a huge. They double team me all the time. There's no way that's true. So know, there's no way. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's true. You guys wouldn't know. He never came to my kid. games. He Hold didn't on, support don't me. Worry. I'm gonna fact check. Okay, you. so worry. anyways, coach, uh, and I, I didn't say for high school. I said for like pre, like was it state team summer games? Anyways, coach, <laughs> where would you put us in positions on the field? To help your team win a state championship, what would be the most effective thing? I would put you on the coaching staff right next to us. I think you meant player, right? <laughs> Wait, where would you put? Where would you put AJ then? Dude, AJ's like the rock. AJ's goalie. AJ's he, he's rock. Goldberg. I played defense and goalie as a kid. He looks like Goldberg. I will say this: we have a very <laughs> versatile system. We move players around a lot. There's a there's several players that played uh, in the attack and defensively this year. Don't, uh, so we can stick in and, and <laughs> we find a place success. for you, Cody. Don't, don't, don't worry, sure don't worry, AJ. You'll get your a, ten plays. You'll get not, your ten minutes. Do not don't cross the it. half the half line. <laughs> hey, you cannot go over half field. Hey, hey, coach. Uh, appreciate you so dearly. Thank you and congratulations to you, all your success to you and your uh, the, to the program, both girls and boys. How I mean, it's just awesome. Uh, do you guys have any camps coming up in the summer? Are you guys gonna be doing any soccer camps for little kids at all? We don't do any uh, younger camps. Okay. Uh, we're looking at that for the future. But, awesome. Uh, we do open up the opportunities for anybody coming in that's interested who's going to be a freshman. Great. To join. And uh, we have girls and we have girls uh, preseason happening starting next week. And then uh, we open it up for the boys to just come have some fun and <laughs> hang out. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations. Best wishes. Thank you very much. Thanks, Appreciate Coach. You. Big thanks to Coach Dale Buchanan again, head uh, boy soccer coach, and now for a state champion, just like the girls were. Oh yeah! Uh, grateful to have him join us. That was a that was an awesome interview. We're gonna take a break. Coming back, we'll have more of the full court press on 106.9 The Fan.